Welcome everybody to another edition of The Neighborhood GM. Today we're bringing you a brand new cast called The Fantasy GM. As you might guess, it's dealing with fantasy football. I'm here with today's guest, Max, as you might remember from our previous cast on the, on the uh, round table. Glad to have you back with us, buddy. Thanks. Glad to be back. And we have a confidant, George, as well. So we're going to do three different types today. We're going to start off with quarterbacks, giving you three different perspectives, top three, middle three, bottom three, along with running backs. Or not running backs, excuse me. Um, it's going to be tight ends and kickers. All right, fellas, who wants to start her off? Go ahead, Max, and start us off. Oh, I'm glad you put me first because <laughs> I feel under pressure. So here we go. So uh, my tier one I have, um, and all three of us have, I don't, spoiler alert, Mahomes. <laughs> it was an easy pick. I had I drafted him last year, so it wasn't hard at all. Uh, the next one I have up that you guys both had in tier two, or the middle three, was Andrew Luck, who I think is very much due for a explosive year given that he has the best offensive line they added uh paris campbell in the draft i'm not going to be surprised if andrew luck shows up if he's healthy um and the third one i got is uh drew Brees. um i self-explanatory that boy knows how to throw the football agreed i mean george and i did talk about luck as well uh, that was really kind of a, I guess, kind of a toss-up there. I was having a hard time with it. I know George came up real quick with his, but I don't know. With Watson, he's always been he's always been up there. I mean, ever since he came back from injury, he's been pretty consistent, especially with Hopkins yeah. out there too. Yeah, it's hard I not to pick that guy. All right, so for my my top three, as far as QBs, I have Mahomes, Rodgers, and then Breeze. Now, with Breeze, I do kind of want to bring up a little asterisk by his name because in the first eight weeks, he's going to be amazing. But then in, the last, <laughs> and in the last eight weeks, he's going, to, he's going to die down. So you might want to look for a different solution at that point. True. I mean, but he has been Mr. Consistent, too, for the most part. But, yeah, when Ingram and Kamara started going off, then, yeah, his numbers definitely decreased. Definitely decreased. Well, not only that, but his arm strength kind of went down, you know? So it, it, he just started dying down at the end of the year. It's getting older too, bro. It's getting older. Yeah, he's getting up there. Well, comparing the different QB is the only one that was different. I, I mean, I mentioned this earlier. I have Watson as my as my third. Mahomes and Breeze number two, one and two. But and what are your guys? Do you want to put Watson in the top three? Like I said, consistency. I mean, he's been... One of the top, what, five the past couple of years? I mean, he's, I mean, if you're looking at my middle three, Wentz, Luck, and Ryan, I mean, people would probably hammer me of, why don't you get Ryan? I mean, he was number two last year when it comes to the total points. I've just never really, Ryan to me is like an up and down guy. He's, mm-hmm. ne- he's never really been like, I mean, a consistent like Rogers. Mm-hmm. Guy doesn't really have that many weapons besides for Adams, but he still puts up numbers. When he plays. Mm-hmm. Even with Julio Jones, I mean, last year, how many games did it take for him to get a touchdown to him? 
It was what, like what, eight, nine, ten games? <laughs> yeah, something Three. like that. It, it was, it, it was, it was very abnormal. Very, yeah, very, very. And he's also in the contract here too, so boys got to get some numbers too this year. For sure. And you know, as far as my middle three, I went with Watson, Luck, and then Wentz. And you know, people can call me biased with Wentz, but he has weapons, man. A lot. He's gonna, he's gonna use them. He's going to be throwing deep to Deshaun, and if he needs a first down, he has uh, Alshon Jeffrey that's going to give him an automatic first down. And not only that, but he has a pair of tight ends that should be mm-hmm. you know, in the top 10 as far as fantasy. So it's going to... Don't sleep on Goddard. Don't sleep on Goddard. No, it's going to be it's gonna be uh, pretty fun to watch Wentz. Yeah, and people forget two years ago before the injury, he was like the front runner MVP. I yeah. mean, I remember the game we played, and he was at a forty-five degree angle and chucked oh, it fifty yeah. yards. That, that was like, that blew my mind. <laughs> I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, that was insane. And like, <laughs> people forget about that. And the weapons too. And like, I, I was telling George too about uh, JJ Arcega Whiteside. Man, that guy's. There hasn't been a prospect that's come out of a draft that can use his body the way he does to like block people out. It's mm-hmm. insane if you watch his tape. That's why when right when you guys drafted him, I was like, it's like you're just adding another like solid weapon who's almost guaranteed to get open, you know, from his size and the way he can box out. This is oh, a good boy. I, I hope he turns out to be another all Sean. That'd be nice. All right, Max. What what about your uh, middle tier? What do you got? My middle tier, I got good old Carson Wentz. I put I knocked down Rogers to I was gonna put him in tier one, but I put him in tier two mainly because like yes, Rogers is consistent, but the thing that worries me is um the weapons that he has to work with besides outside of Devontae Adams and uh new coach, you know, coming in. Um and that you can make an argument either way of like he has more freedom, he's gonna be able to like, you know, really sling it and play his game. But also, it's, it's it's a new scheme, you know, and we can see that when he gets frustrated, he gets real frustrated, and that's when he starts struggling. He's a little prima donna. Let's be real about that. He's yeah. <laughs> sure. going to get his numbers, though. Yeah, yeah. Don't doubt it. But again, you also got to think about uh, that line is not what it used to be, and injuries, man. They've been piling up, and he ain't getting any younger. Mm. Agreed. Sure. I mean, he did some pretty, uh, pretty gnarly injuries last year as well. It's yeah, and he played through all of that too. And when you play through those injuries, that injury just gets worse and worse and worse, and it doesn't recover the same. I was just gonna say it's one of the reasons why I actually don't have him anywhere on my list. I didn't put him on. It's a safe nine. pick. It's a safe pick. Yeah, again, it's it's one of those things. Like I only put him in tier two because if we get anything close to what Rogers tier one Rogers. He can be, you know, something short of like an MVP. It's, you know, when he's on top of his game. My third one was, uh, Matt Ryan and definitely what you were saying, Lloyd, about, uh, you know, he's so up and down. He's not like a year in, year out. I put him on tier two because I think he's due for another big year, I think. And then you're going to get year two Calvin Ridley, who Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, that's a dangerous one too. And Austin Hooper stepped up too last year and hopefully Freeman can you know catch some passes out the back but i think he's due and that whole division is always you know carolina's good one year new orleans is the one that's pretty much decent every year whereas like atlanta and carolina they you know they swap every other year yeah so i think and ryan you know with all the injuries and stuff ryan's going to be coming out for blood 
and I think he's going to have a good year. I've always pictured them as kind of the redhead stepchild. Outside no, of Andy Dalton? <laughs> That's a good pun right there. Actual redhead stepchild. <laughs> I will never pick Andy Dalton ever again as a quarterback. Mm-mm. I Mm-mm. I had that boy way too many times, I was, especially because one of the leagues I'm in, we auto-draft. I got that full couple years. Did amazing, and then he would lose it for me. Sorry, bro. Not happening again. Don't care what your numbers are. Matty Ice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I guess for my tier two, I mean, we already talked Wentz, Ryan. I mean, I bump luck there, but Max, like you said earlier, I mean, he can easily be number one. Mm-hmm. Easily be number one. He does have the tools for it. I mean, coming back after the numerous different types of shoulder injuries that he had, he showed he has he has it. That is finally starting to show last year. So let's see if that continues on to this year. I think it's kind of a do or die year for him. He's got to show something. Has to show something. Definitely. I think I honestly like have the utmost confidence that he will just because like that offensive line is so dangerous and his arm isn't what it used to be, obviously. And, but they, that guy again, the, the kid they drafted at Ohio State, Paris Campbell is like, you got T.Y. Hilton and Paris Campbell just running slots all day. It, uh, you know, running slants, not slots. They run slants all day, and you, it's just like it's Madden. It's what it is. Just slant, touchdown, slant, touchdown, slant, touchdown. Yeah, or running deep posts. That mm-hmm. would be a good one too. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't mind Ryan being in tier two. I know that I have him personally in my my last tier, in my tier three, and by no means is this like a a good measurement of quarterbacks because there could be plenty of other quarterbacks that can come into all of these top tiers. But my bottom tier is Ryan, Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, and Philip Rivers. And the only reason why I put Rivers up there is because he always gets his numbers and he's always dominant in the first 10 weeks. And uh, Russell Wilson, I mean, what, what what else can you say about Russell Wilson? He always has to put up some numbers. Though. He has to. He does. Somebody's got to put the he, team he on the, the back. Job, man. You know, he does. He he does his job, and you can't ever count him out. So he's not a Dak Prescott to where he's not afraid to take the, uh, <laughs> the mainstream. Sorry, Dallas. Had to throw that out there. Uh, for mine, <clears throat> for my tier three, uh, this one is more of a chance than anything with Newton being there, considering the shoulder injuries that he has. If that pans out. I mean, he has McCaffrey on his team. That that little True. dude comes up with so many damn points. It's not even funny. God, he's he's that and he's fast. He's not like his dad, tall and lanky. He must be like his mom, short and stocky and fast. <laughs> well, plus he got yoked this this yeah, offseason did. too. Did you see that? Yeah, he did. He he went with the uh, Mike <laughs> the Mike Bibby workout. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jack, that guy got jeez. Yeah, he did. Uh, but uh, my other one. Another chance, Mayfield. I mean, look at the weapons that he has now. We'll see if it all comes together. It's all brand new. We'll see if all those different personality types actually can work together. I have my reservations, but the potential is there. He did show me a lot of leadership, which I thought he was going to be a flame out, but we'll see. We'll see. Rivers, like you said, he's always that go to. Mm-hmm. It feels like. I absolutely. I despise that you that you both put Mayfield in your in your top nine. <laughs> well, I, well, I yeah. don't under I don't understand who. Look, I will say this: 
Cleveland hype, it's not a thing. It's it's literally from a fantasy perspective, Baker Mayfield will get his points. When he has a full season, he has a a whole team that with that continuation and he added OBJ, like I don't know what else. And they still got that cat out of Florida. You know, there's one telling thing from all the people that are on all our lists is one of the top things is they can run, you know, outside of like, but like Rogers can scramble and breeze can do a little bit, but for the most part, everybody on our list can run. And Mayfield is a young quarterback with a great team behind him. I think like from a fantasy perspective, he's going to kill it this year, but from a Cleveland overall season perspective, no, not yet. For me, it was more just curious. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. I mean, because there are a couple guys that we all left off. We left Big, Big Ben. Mm-hmm. We left. We left Goff. Hate to say it. I mean, Prescott was in the top ten for points last year. I mean, just saying. That's news to me. <laughs> yeah, he would. Believe it or not, he was. I mean, average points. He was right there. I mean, Rivers and Newton were right behind him. I mean, my my only honorable mention that I'm gonna put up there. I, I don't believe in Big Ben this year just because he's lost too many women's or to, women's? too many. <laughs> he, he lost too many women's. Freudian <laughs> slip right there, bro. Oh, that, that was a, I mean, considering his past, that was a bad choice. Yeah, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he just lost too many weapons, all right? Weapons. I hear you. <laughs> but uh, no, Kirk Cousins. I think that Kirk Cousins can easily go up to the top, to the top nine. Yeah, it's it's similar to Mayfield. The way I feel about Mayfield is like he just has weapons, and he, you know, and the Vikings with Diggs and Thielen, man, that's a dangerous one-two punch too. And it's, but it's, you know, I can definitely see that. Um, I just want to talk real quick. I put Watson as tier three, only because I would have put him tier one if I had more faith in his offensive line. Yeah, that offensive line was just so bad, and then like they allowed the most sacks, no. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, and that's the one thing is it wasn't really like fully addressed and fixed this offseason and in the draft. So I don't anticipate it to be as bad as last year, but I don't anticipate to be much better. Uh, For sure. And then also, you know, another honorable mention would probably be Derek Carr. I was just about ready to say Mm -hmm. that. That that boy, this is his year to either shine or you're out. Yeah, he either shines or he's not going to get another starting spot. Anyway, no, no more Vegas for you, bro. No Vegas for you. Yeah. But I guess time will tell. I mean, is there any other um, honorable mentions besides that, fellas? Yeah, for me, Wilson. But, I mean, I was trying I not to be biased here. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm going to be honest with myself. Yes, I think he'll be top 15, but not top three or six. I think it's going to be a fantasy starter. Well, uh, yeah, for sure. But that's All right, like, so if you're in a 10 or a 12 team league, more, he has to start. But what I'm saying is that it's he's going to be started by the people who didn't draft a quarterback till much later on. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Fair assessment there. That's All fair. Right, so, also, if you're going to draft a quarterback, please do not draft a quarterback before <laughs> the sixth or seventh round. Just hey, look. Hey, let's not give out any fantasy advice at this point, brother. Let's let's wait. Let, let's <laughs> and hold it that all depends, guys. man. Hey, it doesn't best. necessarily depend, though. It, it also, I mean, you get down to like the sixth round. There's still plenty of valuable pieces to be put in. At that point, all your tight ends are going to be going. You know, like Jordan Reed will still be available. And it also makes a difference if it's PPR or not, too. 
Because, like, last year I played PPR and it was just, like, rush on, like, receivers is crazy. For sure. For sure. Mm. But QBs, nah, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, not, mm. not not early anyways. Mm. Uh, the one interesting part about, fan- at least for me, is tight ends. Switching gears a little bit. Let's be real. I don't know if you guys have the same issue when I do fantasy, but tight ends are always a weakness. Mm-hmm. Always a weakness. There's not very many good ones. For my top three, Ertz, Kelsey, and Kittle. And I was that fool who actually picked up Kittle. He was on our waiver wire. Oh, it man. Just, <laughs> it, it just happened to be the ba- bad week, and I rushed the judgment, and I dropped him. And as irony would have it, the girl who picked him up beat me in the playoffs. Go figure. And because of that is why I didn't go to the championship game. It is what it is. Actually, not championship. I was actually in the cellar. <laughs> Because of it. <laughs> yeah, Damn. my my top three is Ertz, Kelsey, and Kittle. We all have the same one. Yeah. yeah. You know, Ertz, yeah, volume. I don't know. Uh, Kelsey is going to get his numbers, especially with uh, Tyree Kill out and mm. Kareem Hunt. He's the only <laughs> weapon now, so. You Pretty know, much. If anything, he's he should be taking probably second. Early second, late first round. He's going to pick up numbers just like Ertz did last year with Wentz as his little release valve. Oh, yeah. Easy. Kittle. I mean, Kittle to me was a little bit of a surprise. I mean, at least last year, I didn't really know too much about the guy. But with, I mean, the only question mark I have with him, with Jimmy coming back, is how is that knee going to be? That's my only question is what's the durability going to look like? No, for Garoppolo. Is Garoppolo going to be able to get Kittle the ball? I mean, I'm pretty sure we've seen Kittle do it with lesser quarterbacks, so... Whoa, you putting shame on Nick Mullins? That man's the future. <laughs> and Garoppolo is trash. Uh, tell me how you really feel there, buddy. And hey, Max, what do you what do you have for your second tier? Uh, my second tier. And uh, first one, I got Eric Ebron. And it's because I had the exact opposite experience that you had last year with uh, Kittle Lloyd. I picked him up on waiver wire early into the season, and boy, howdy, that guy pretty much won me week after week. He was winning me games. Lucky. Damn, that was a bad move. It was, it was like a one-two punch when I had – that's why I put Luck in Tier 1 and I put Ebron in Tier 2. So I was like, I mean, no one's going to, you know, usurp Ertz, Kelsey, or Kittle right now. But um, anyways, uh, Eric Ebron, it's a little – it's risky to put him in Tier 2 because of they have another uh, tight end. I can't remember who it is, but they kind of have like a one-two punch with them. But Ebron's his favorite. Then I went with uh, Evan Ingram, uh, mainly because they don't really have weapons there, and somebody's got to get the ball at some point. Uh, Evan Ingram is one of the better receiving tight ends in the league. Uh, and then Jared Cook. I mean, he went to New Orleans. Uh, I don't think I need to speak any more to that. You know? Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Drew Brees. Uh, exactly. Another another release valve. Exactly. I mean, for mine, I have Reed, Olsen, and Cook as well. The way I look at it with Olsen, I mean, the injuries last year, he before that, he was always Mr. Consistent. Always. And Reed, same thing. It's the consistency factor. You're guaranteed to get a certain amount of points. Cook, like you said, he's just one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's going to get his points either way you look at it. Yeah, my middle, I have Njoku, I have Reed, and then I have Greg Olsen. 
I think Greg Olson's going to come back and he's going to do good things. You know, uh, Cam Newton, he needed it. He needed him bad. And he's going to be that guy. He's going to be the only guy. Who does Cam Newton have besides Christian McCaffrey? Deep threats, yeah. There's really not too many deep threats. Uh, yeah, so I had a question about um, why you guys both put Jordan Reed on your tier two because the last two, three years, he has been like on a pretty decent decline. I don't know if like every time I have him in my on my team, it, he never shows up. He's always injured or something. The thing is, though, <laughs> is when Jordan Reed's on the field, he's arguably the best tight end in football. Mm-hmm. So is it worth taking a chance when we see the tight end field that is just not that good as far as fantasy-wise? Should we take a chance on Jordan Reed? I think so. And if he doesn't pan out for the first six weeks or the last six weeks, then just throw someone in and throw him out to the waiver wire. You know, But it's a gamble, and it, I think it's a pretty good gamble. I mean, I see where you're coming from with uh, with that one. In, I mean, the injury-wise, I mean, he missed a couple games last year. But, uh, I mean, uh, we did another segment uh, when it came to uh, Haskins. Mm-hmm. If, if Haskins ends up starting over Case Keenum, just as me being a Michigan fan and playing against Ohio State, that is one of his go-tos. Is he likes that little release valve. He likes to do little slants over the middle. I mean, he does. He is. He loves the Deacon deck. If that's the case, it's perfect for Reed. That's right. that's basically what I'm going off of. But I see what you mean. He is a little up and down consistency wise. But that's what I was saying earlier. When it comes to TEs, you just never really know. Yeah. After after the top three, it's just a pretty much a drop off, and it's going to be whoever's good uh, within the first few weeks when you'll find out. Because I think as much as confident as I feel about my tier two and tier three, uh, I, if they aren't showing up four or five weeks in, you're fine with dropping any of them and picking up somebody else who's showing up. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you at all. I just think that the reward outweighs the, you know, the potential disaster. So That's true. I mean, even looking at our, our, our tier three, or quote-unquote, the flexes. I mean, I have Henry Ingram, Ingram and Walker. Let's be real. Are they not all interchangeable for the most part? Pretty uh, much. No, Ingram is a little bit better than most. By how, by how much? Let, let's be real. By, by, like, how much? What, Ingram was in the top 15? Yeah-ish, give or take. I mean, the other three weren't. My, uh, my at least, I mean, I'm going to kind of skip ahead a little bit here and talk more runner-up, quote-unquote, Burton is primed to come out this year, by yep. far. He had a terrible year last year. Terrible. He barely had showed any face whatsoever. But new system, new style. We saw that when it came to the running game with Cohen coming in and knocking Jordan Howard off the pedestal. This, same thing with Goddard. Everybody's raving about that kid right now. I just don't think they're top nine potential. Like you put Delaney Walker up there, and yeah. I don't necessarily agree with that. Like who's going to throw the ball to him, Mariota, or is it going to be Tannehill? You know? <laughs> well, you're talking about two different types of quarterbacks there too. Exactly. So we don't know. He's, he's an unknown. So I know. That, that's, but that's what I'm saying is when you get to that point, what are you going to do? 
and also like kind of SOL a little bit. I I don't disagree with the Walker because he's you know year after year he's at least out of all the tight ends like he may not have the the flashiest numbers anymore, but he's been fairly consistent. You know, I've always would pick him up on a waiver wire and use him for a few weeks and, you know, maybe into the playoffs depending on injuries. But I like Delaney Walker. It's a good pick. Um, my tier three I have is I, I have Njoku. Uh, I put Greg Olson as well. And um, the one I put on there that you guys didn't put on there was uh, Austin Hooper. Yeah. Who he – had a breakout season last season and it surprised me and considering again going back to my earlier point about Matt Ryan and his weapons is with the attention on Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones is he's going to get open and he that showed up last year too even in a down injury trotting year for the Falcons so I that's why I put Austin Hooper on there is I think he'll still he'll have a the same year he had last year or even better I don't disagree with that at all. I yeah. like Cooper. He was going to be my honorable mention, actually. Uh, I just think there's a lot of mouths to feed in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So who's going to be the odd man out? You know, Calvin Ridley is coming into his second year. So it's kind of one of those things where Austin Hooper is going to get some touches, but how many? When, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can definitely see that. I think, and again, this goes back to the earlier point about the tight end, the whole, the tight end you know, thing as a whole, it's, you know, there's a big drop off and, you know, you can pick and pop any tight end in there. Yeah. And one, one person that died that I know is in my, you know, at least my, uh, my tight end two conversation, as far as my top or my bottom three is, uh, Hunter Henry from, from the, uh, the chargers. And I think he's going to come back after injury and absolutely dominate. You know, we don't see Gates coming back. Mm-mm. At least I don't. So Mm-mm. he's going to take the full reins of it. Yeah, that's going to round up my my top nine. It's going to be Henry, Ebron, Ingram, Ertz, Kelsey, Kittle, and Joku, Reed, and Olsen. For the top six? Pretty top much. nine. First three are the same. Reed, Olsen, Cook, Henry, Ingram, and Walker. I mean, I don't say that with very much faith for the bottom three, but I mean – it is. It is what it is. We'll see. Like I said, when I think this year, I wouldn't be surprised to see if it's the year of the tight end because there's always somebody who comes up and has a good couple of games. I hope always it's Scotter. So yeah, <laughs> I honestly wouldn't mind seeing Burton doing something. Yeah, I can see Burton doing that. Uh, the my hesitancy with Burton though is as like how Jordan Howard, the guy you guys picked up, how he kind of didn't fit into their this offense. Yeah. yeah, and so it's it's like if everything else fit, then why didn't Trey Burton do more damage? Maybe he's not meant for that system. I don't know. Maybe this will be the telling season to see where he is. Totally agree with that one, but uh. Segwaying over out of the tight ends to another fun one, um, at least uh, at least I feel the past couple of years, is kickers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like depending on your kicker the past couple of years, depending on the league, can make or break. What, you making a playoff or not making a playoff? Hold on. I, I got to ask you both this. Oh, God. Why mm. do kickers why – why are they so disrespected in fantasy football? 
all they do is like they average nine to 12 points a game. Not if you're Zerline. I mean, 20 points a game. <laughs> that's a lot, though. <laughs> that's a lot. That's what I'm I mean, saying. So, why, yeah. why, why are they so disrespected? I mean, we got to remember, too, back like when fantasy was really getting popular, there wasn't a lot of kickers like that. There really wasn't. I mean, Hauska, Seattle, Jesus, that guy. It, you got lucky. You tried to get that guy because yeah. he was that good. Yeah, you would pick him up in like the fifth round. <laughs> but he would he would get you like what ten to fifteen points because he yeah. was so damn accurate. Yeah. And no disrespect to the Seahawks, but you guys couldn't get into the end zone, so you guys kicked it a lot. Oh yeah, I was there for that whole season. Trust me, I saw. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> but it gives him props for how good he was. I mean, same thing with Vinatieri. Back in his heyday. I mean, Goskowski too. Mm-hmm. And they all had their quote-unquote prime as well. Just anybody who plays for the Bears, eh, you're kind of doomed. Now, when it comes to kickers, we, you literally can plug and play any kicker. There's mm, just no don't, point don't, in drafting a kicker anywhere besides you know, the 12th round, 11th, don't, 12th round. Don't, don't tell the Bears that. Well... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gone through like gone through like four or five kickers this offseason yeah if don't just don't pick any any kicker from the bears look my top i'm just gonna do six and my top six are justin tucker which he's a he's just a beast greg the leg greg zerline from the rams jake elliott from the eagles because he's accurate and then lutz butker from the chiefs and goskowski I think we're all pretty much the same, mm-hmm. except for yours, Max. You put uh, Fairborn. I just, that was tier three. I, I made that list and didn't realize you guys only did two tiers. And I was just – at that point, I'll be honest, I put Vinatieri, and then I was like everything in my power to be like not Mason Crosby because I got flashbacks of that game <laughs> that he lost. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, because and that's the thing. It's a double-edged sword with these kickers. They can either win you the game or they can lose you the game. Yeah, and it's it, you know Mason Crosby is the biggest you know caution cautionary tale there. Uh, I put I'll be honest, Fairbarn was he was highly ranked, so I just put him on there. I everybody else was kind of drop off. I was trying not to be biased. <laughs> uh, Myers had a really good year last year, and he's you know we signed him to an extended deal. But again, you know the distance is an issue and. Similar to the Bears issue is every time we have a kicker that's not named Hauschka, you're going to find out how they play halfway through the season of if you're going to rely on them. So nobody want to put uh, Cody Parkey? No, no, no Cody Parkey. <laughs> <laughs> I, tr- I tried to enter him in, but it just kept deleting me for some reason. <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't get a double doink, nothing like that? It was, it was like it kept <laughs> autocorrecting to wide left, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's cold. <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad for that guy, but I don't because he was terrible for us, too. He was actually really good for us. No, he was really, not. Really, really good. And then he no, got. No, he was not. He sucked, man. I was glad to get rid of him. Dude, he's in the Hall of Fame. Blah, 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 blah. You know, he's in the Hall of Fame for the most points as a rookie, right? Blah, blah, blah. Where is he at now? Oh, yeah, he's a free agent. Hasn't been picked up yet. Man, something just got in his head, you know? It sucks. It's Dang. weird. Kicker's really the only position where when they get psyched out, it affects their entire game. Acres, it's, man. 
it's insane to see that, like, because uh, it happened so many times to Janikowski last year. It was, in, I was like, why is this, like, they just get themselves psyched out. And, like, the biggest evidence of that is Blair Walsh. Oh, yeah. Man, he won us games games and lost us games. And that was both when he was on our team and not on our team. I remember when he lost that game um, against you guys. Yep, playoffs. It was, that was, it was insane. Like, everybody lost it. Everyone was so downtrodden. I was at this bar and everybody's like, damn it. Oh, we should have won this game. And then wide left. And I was like, oh, sweet. Never mind. We got another week. <laughs> I, was like, I think that was George and I last year with the double doink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to, before we end this one, the only thing I'm going to bring up since uh, you mentioned uh, stuff getting into kickers' heads is Akers. I think that is one of the prime examples of a guy where lost everything, nobody said anything about it, and you just wondered why is Mr. Accurate, Mr. Perfect missing? Well, that's what happens when you lose all your money on a stupid deal. But any last remarks, fellas, before we end this cast? Yeah, don't pick a QB pass (laughs) (laughs) before the sixth round. Don't pick a kicker before the, you know, (laughs) tenth. And on that note, folks, thanks for listening. We'll, We'll see you the next time. Have a good one.